Hello, hello. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening to each and every one of you, wherever you are listening in this world. Welcome to another session of Sunday Mornings with me, C. Maria Wall, a.k.a. The Mediator, and Shiro right here at our ground zero. I have not said this in a while, but I want to remind you that When we're at ground zero, that does not mean that we're at rock bottom. It simply means that we are standing on solid ground where we can gain our footage and propel ourselves to new heights. Welcome to those of you who are listening throughout our various players on the Internet. And, of course, for those of you who are in our call query and joining us in our show chat room Thank you so much for being here again this early Sunday morning. We have a little bit of overcast here, but it's a nice temperature outside, and we're going to make the best of this day no matter what. If you're new to our program, again, welcome. Thank you so much for being here. You are appreciated greatly. Let me give you a little bit of insight on how our show flows. I always start off with our greeting salutations and a little bit of analytics. 
to give special shout-outs to the areas with our highest listenership for the week prior. And, of course, uh, give you uh, information on uh, who you are, what we are about, and things of that nature. Special shout-outs, things of that. Then we move into what's called our meditative um, segment of our program. That's where I require you to be in a seated or lying position because your eyes will be closed for our breathing exercises. This is our public disclaimer. If you choose to stand during our exercises and you lose your balance, get hurt in any way, form, or fashion, we are not held liable for that. I have to tell you all that because some people are determined to do what they want to do until things go awry or wrong, and then they want to point the finger and put the blame on someone else, and we are simply not having that. Again, if you are on our show page, there's a lot of links there that tells you a little bit about the foundation. You can uh, click on the links to get my book, uh, learn a little bit more about me, or even uh, go on the page if you want some wonderful home decor or some really uh, couture-type fashions and things. You can visit the link that says uh, My Artwork as well. So I want you to know that. Uh, in case you ever need us, our number is 202-618-2556. That's 202-618-2556. Do leave us a detailed message or you can text us if you like and someone will get back to you. You can visit our website at thewallfoundationinc.org. That's thewallfoundationinc.org. And our organization, of course, is an IRS-approved a 501c3 tax-exempt nonprofit. So we always welcome your uh, donations, your support in any way that you can give possibly. Uh, we have so many programs going on uh, right now. Of course, if you haven't heard about them, the Shine, Smile, Echo, and Shiro programs. We have Focus, Females Offering Clarity, Unity, and Success. This coming Tuesday, the Focus Female Global Chat Cafe airs at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. ECHO stands for Empowering Communities Through Hope and Outreach. So I want you all to understand each week we're going to talk about a different program. And, of course, we do a lot of uh teaming up and pairing up and networking with our local and distance communities. So if you are a um, community organization in need of some type of assistance or support, please reach out to us. My website, www.cmariawall.com, is another site. And all of our sites have contact forms. Feel free to reach out to us through the contact forms as well. Okay, so now we're going to move into... Our shout-outs to the areas, the um, countries, states, and provinces with the highest listenership from last week. So we're going to start in no specific order, but we have shout-outs to the United States of America, Canada, Spain, Cambodia, the United Kingdom, China, Russia, Italy, Brazil, and Argentina. These are the areas with the highest listenership uh, from last week. Again, the United States of America, Canada, Spain, Cambodia, United Kingdom, China, Russia, Italy, Brazil, and Argentina. And here in the States, 
Texas, New York, Maryland, Tennessee, Illinois, Massachusetts, Alabama, Florida, Washington State, Oregon, California, and Arizona. One more time, Texas, New York, Maryland, Tennessee, Illinois, Massachusetts, Alabama, Florida, Washington State, Oregon, California, and Arizona. By now, you all should be in your lying or seated positions. We're going to keep the show going. We're going to keep the show flowing. So, lying or seated positions, we're about to start our breathing exercises because, you know what, no matter what happened last week, I'm stressed out. I'm sure that so many of you within the sound of my voice and those that you know have been stressed out. But now is our time to let all of that go. We have to start each week, each day fresh because the more that we put on our heart, minds, bodies, spirits, and souls, the more it weighs us down to the point where we start to break down. So we have to take care of ourselves in order for us to be able to help and take care of others, whether it be our significant others, our loved ones, our children, our work, our work productivity, whatever it is. In order for us to do this, we have to get rid of some of that weight that we are pulling around with us and that we are carrying from day to day. So this is how we do it here on our program. So lying in seated position, just close your eyes for a few moments. Now let's start. Follow with me. Inhale. Now exhale slowly. This can be very profound for some of us. Some of us, we do. I've been told that we break into tears. And there's been moments when I've done the same. So I understand what it's like when you decide to release and let go. One more time. Let's inhale. Exhale. Inhale. Exhale slowly. One more time, inhale, exhale, one more time with me, inhale, eyes closed, let it all go, exhale, now let's take a few moments. I'll turn up the music for you. Just relax. Let it go. This is our meditative time. I need you to reflect. Let go. The power of forgiveness and the power in tears are mighty things. Let it all go, people. Let it all go. 
We have about 10, 20 seconds left, and our meditative session will be ending, and we'll be moving into today's lesson. Four, three, two, one. I need you to continue to be still. Keep your eyes closed if need be. For my students, you know the drill, or I know the drill, rather. I know that you will be taking your notes. But again, we're entering our lesson phase now. Miss Pretty, hello over there in our show chat room. Welcome back. This is only our second, third show since we uh, returned from our 31-day hiatus. We are back, and so good to see you back here again, my dear. Thank you so much for being here with us today. All right, people. Let's jump into our program. Oh, and just so you know, in case you get moments of silence, Those are the times that I give you to reflect upon what has been discussed up to this moment so that you can decide where you can apply it in your lives. And if you know friends, family members who can benefit from our programs, please share our programs because it is my hope to touch as many people throughout the world as possible before my days are done on this earth. I don't think that the great I am of the universe or whatever name you want to give to that deity, to that uh, entity, my God, my my great I am is going to give me another chance at life. I've had my second chance, and hopefully I'm living an even better life than I did before. That's a show for another day, but we will get back to that later on in this year, I am sure. So today is all about chasing ghosts. You know, too many of us become slaves to our past when we try to chase, catch, and hold on to dead things. How does the saying go? When someone ghosts you, have you all ever heard of that? Why try to chase after a ghost? Because the definition of ghost is an apparition of a dead person that is believed to appear or become manifest to the living, typically as a nebulous image. So let's talk about this today. You know, after my 31 days away from social media, I experienced and learned so much from existing in the real world instead of the cyber. To come back and see the same old buffoonery, heartache, pain, and stories from those still stuck on the cyber life. I want to get very real with certain situations starting today, right here this Sunday. So today is all about chasing ghosts. You know, many of us have 
gotten so hung up on this thing called cyberspace, this thing called social media. We have the chance to meet so many people throughout the world, so many different people. Every day I watch talk shows where people are meeting people in other countries or places, and they're sending them their life savings and money because they are falling for the beautiful lies and all of these things, whether it be in the cyber world or the real world. Let me say this, and this is for men and women. If someone decides to ghost you after they've gotten all that they can get from you, or even if they wake up one morning and decide that they don't want to be with you, or in some cases they just don't like you, and suddenly you can't reach them, they're gone, they're not answering any of your emails, they're not answering your phone calls, suddenly their phone numbers change, all of these things. And we keep holding on. Then we want to badmouth people and try to get friends online to help you find these people and do all of these things. Let me tell you all something. I have been abused from the time I came out of the womb to this day, whether it's discrimination, whether it's um, domestic violence, whether it's rape, whether it's abuse by family members, whether it's abuse, whether it's disrespect, whatever you want to call it. One thing that I still will not do, if I find someone who shows me interest and we are fine for a moment and we have that, I will ride that roller coaster until the wheels fall off of the cart. But what I will not do is to continue to go round and round on that same ride in a never-ending cycle, even though the person who I started that ride with is no longer in that cart with me. What I will not do is allow myself to be degraded to that level where I am sitting here crying my eyes out over someone who's laughing with their new love over someplace else. What I will not do is keep going after someone who doesn't want me to be where they are. Love don't love no one who don't love you. You need to understand that you are better. You are more precious than gold and diamonds. You are a diamond in the rough. And so many people say, well, diamonds come in all shapes, forms, and sizes. Yes, I've said that too. But let me tell you this. You are diamond, no matter your shape, shape, size, cut, clarity, or inclusions. You could have all types of carbon inclusions in there. You're still a diamond. And what are diamonds? What are they known for other than their brilliance and their shine? They are known because of their strength. They are one of the hardest stones. And why? Because they were created from pressure. They were created from the heat. They were created when so much was put on them that when they emerged, they emerged as something more brilliant, beautiful, and strong. Don't follow after people who have made themselves disappear from your life. They made the choice to do it in many cases. Very rarely will you find that something terrible happened to that person and now they're no longer with us. And we'll say a prayer for those and then we're going to keep it moving. But let me tell you something, most times they just don't want to be with you anymore. They've gotten all that they can get from you or they woke up, awakened one morning and decided you're not the person for them. End of discussion, the end. Stop chasing ghosts. 
When that relationship dies, let it go. Yes, we all may go through our grieving process or our processes, but the bottom line is simple. You have to heal from that. There is nothing more creepy to me and worse than people who keep talking about people who have anniversaries year after year of people who have gone, God knows I miss my great-grandma Lucy to death, but you won't see me bringing her back to life every single year. She is in my heart where she belongs. She is in my spirit where she belongs. She doesn't belong having all of these happy birthday, Grandma, and happy this. I don't agree with that. Some people may disagree with me on that, but I don't agree with that. Because when I go, I need you to understand something. When you need to remember me, please do so. But don't come around every year, Maria, Maria, Maria. No, 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 no. Let me rest in peace. Because, you see, I have served my time on this earth. Yes, I will miss miss so many people who I have come across in my life, and Lord knows I will miss my grandbabies, and I will miss some of the loves of my life. There's a whole host of people that I wouldn't miss if they paid me a trillion dollars to miss them. Because they had to be let go for a reason. And I'm certainly not going to drag them along into my eternal peace and rest or into the next leg of my journey, wherever I'm destined to go, wherever my spirit leads me on the other side. I need you all to take this into consideration and think about what I am saying to you today, because if you don't take heed to someone's lessons, someone's suggestions, you will become the major problem to every solution that you have been given. You are now the problem. When you choose to chase him or her, when they have ghosted you, and they have made it hard for you to find them, they have blocked you from every single form of communication that there is, then there is nothing left. And you will miss out on the next great personal thing in your life because you are so busy putting all your time into running after something that's no longer there. You need to stop. I need you to repeat after me. Today, I stop. Today, I stop. Today, I stop. Today, I stop chasing ghosts. Over and over again. Some of you spend a lifetime chasing ghosts. And it's sad. It's so, so sad. That you do this over and over and over again. I know some people who chase ghosts for 60, 70 years of their lives. Still talking about the same tired old stories from 60, 70 years ago. Let it go. They missed out on their entire lives and living. Because they've held on to ghosts. It's 
that moment of silence that I talked to you about because I need you to understand this. And now you're waiting for me to tell you something. I need you to understand that life is out there waiting for you to come and find it. Life is out there waiting for you to come enjoy and live it. You cannot do that when you're so obsessed with trying to hold on to something. So many of you, you were so glad to have that attention for the first time in your life. Now that it's gone, you don't know what to do with yourselves. You're lost. You have nothing to live for, or you don't think you do. And you waste your whole entire lives hoping that you will find what walked away from you. There's a difference if you lose something. If you're in a crowd and you lose the person that you had come there with, that's one thing. But when that person literally walks out of your life totally, 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 totally cuts you off, what are you chasing? You want to chase ghosts, I suggest you do like so many other people have done. Make money off of it. Chase other people's ghosts. You can miss out on everything living around you, waiting to breathe life back into you because you are so obsessed over that ghost, over that apparition, over that thing that's dead. It's no longer a part of your world. It's gone. I refuse to chase after anyone who doesn't want to be a part of my life. I refuse to chase after ghosts. That was the best term that someone could have come up with, ghosting. Still a part of the living world. Why are you chasing the dead? Dead relationships, dead employment, dead whatever. Dead family relationships. Not everything is meant to be mended. Sometimes in order for you to heal and move on, you have to let that sleeping dog lie where it is. You have to let those dry bones stay in the ground. You have to let the past stay in the past. If we could go back to the past... What do they say about that? When you go back to the past, if people notice that you're there a second time around, you're going to change the course of everything. Could be worse. I doubt if it'll get better. But you know what man says and what we have proof of, the past is just that, the past. And just think about it. The past is what led me here to be with you today. The past is what helped me to learn how to Forgive every single person who has harmed me in some way in this 
lifetime. The past is what taught me how to be a better person, a stronger person, a person who's on the road to healing in this lifetime at this very moment. If I could go back and change everything 10 to 1, maybe I wouldn't be here with you. I would not have had all of the wonderful words from people all over the world that have told me that I am their angel on earth. My job was to go through everything that I did in the past so that I could become that angel on earth for so many people. Hello to all of our guests who are joining me in the call, query. I see you jumping online. Welcome. This is not going to be a very long show today, but I thank you for being here. If you want to talk about your dealings with chasing ghosts and you're on a call query, feel free to press the number one on your phone and I'll bring you on air. And if you're over in the chat room right now, I just see Miss Pretty, but I know other people on various devices are listening. I know Androids won't show up even though you're telling me that you're listening to the program. You cannot get into the chat room because of the um, platform that they are built on. I understand. So thank you for writing to me over um, on Messenger and other um, private ways. I do acknowledge you and I appreciate you being here to support today. But again, let me tell you something. When somebody ghosts you, you let that ghost go into the abyss. They come back and you choose to believe whatever story they give you. That's your choice. I cannot tell you what to do. And so many people in my life, I tell them from the get-go, I'm not going to chase you. If suddenly you decide that you don't want to be in my life anymore, I'm not coming after you, period. End of story, the end. This is my new thing now. I always tell people, period, period the end. I'm not going to chase after anyone. You can ghost me all you want. Bye. I get ghosted too. But the bottom line is simple. Guess who's not coming back? And I'll tell you this. As far as I'm concerned, people tend to come back when you don't chase them because they want to know why you didn't chase them. I'm like, are you kidding me? If you're not adult enough to tell me that you don't want to be bothered with me or you don't want to have me in your life anymore, I'm going to be adult enough to accept your actions over your statement. Let me say that again. I'm going to be adult enough to accept your actions over your statements because people will send lies from their lips in a minute. But their actions will always speak louder than their words. So many people right now, I'm not able to travel and do all of those things because my weekends are tied up, mostly catching up with schoolwork and catching up with life. But I support them in so many other ways. I have a huge platform. So I want people to understand that whether I'm promoting them from behind the scenes or whether I'm sending them financial support in some way, I'm supporting. That doesn't mean that I'm going to ghost them. That just means that I can't show up at everyone's functions. Some people say, I'm going to do X, Y, Z, let's do this, and then they disappeared. Classic, classic example. Now, I got together a group of homeowners here to try to get a group deal on getting our roofs done. One has done what they've done in the past many times. 
never home during regular hours, comes in late at night, and then, of course, at times when I can't catch that individual, we're down to the wire. We have several different quotes and all of this, but that person is always gone, can't, can't get them on the phone, can't do, get them an email, can't get them to do anything. They're ghosting until a decision is made because they talk a good game and then they disappear. I'm not going to chase anyone. I've told every single estimator, listen, we have that one. There's always that one, maybe two, homeowners who talks a good game and then backs out at the last minute because they know darn well they'd rather wait for their homes to fall apart before they get the money together to do what they have to do. One of the estimators said, well, hey, tell you what, I'll pair you up with somebody with the others that do want to do it. And I'm like, well, thank you. Maybe we'll have to do that. Let me see what somebody else is going to do. So I've negotiated all of these deals, and then you have that one that's messing up the program because our pricing is based on the four of us going into this deal together. And we've gotten some really bad deals, and we've gotten some really great deals. But I need for the homeowners to step up now. And this is why I'm a loner. I've told people I'm a loner, but I'm not a lonely. I do things alone. I depend on me because and rather than depending on other people who will tend to one disappoint me, well, they can't disappoint me because I'm a pessimist. I'm a proud pessimist because in this day and age of me first and all of these people, guess what? You're going to end up alone. And if you're wasting your time chasing people who've already ghosted you, how are you going to move forward? How are you going to progress if you're wasting time on the ghosts? You have to stick with the land of the living and those people who are willing to thrive and move on and move forward. That is how you achieve your next level. That is how you move forward in the next leg of your journey. I know that love hurts. I know that lost love hurts. Been there, done that. I've been married and divorced twice. I didn't go into either one of my marriages with the expectation of being divorced. But let me tell you something. When the monsters and the ghosts and everything else showed their true colors, no, 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 no. They had to go get on up out of my life. And there's a way that you have to do everything because the system is not set up to help victims in many cases. The system is not set up to help victims in many cases. You want to know why I became a mediator, why I became an advocate, why I went to law school, why I'm going to become an arbitrator? You want to know why? Because the system, the victims need proper voices. The system needs people who are there with unbiased opinions, who will listen to the facts of the case and rule accordingly. The system needs people who are there to lay down equal rights on all sides so that a clear and concise and, to be honest, a fair decision and agreement can be made. We don't have that right now in many cases. We have judges that send women out of courtrooms every day. Lord knows I had one. He wasn't satisfied if he didn't see bruises on me. Who does that? And this man is on a bench. Man. Man. 
But let me tell you all something. You heard me say man several times, but I don't judge every other man by what certain men have done in my life. The same breath, stop chasing after those men and or women, whatever it is, that whatever flips your boat, whoever you're with. If they have decided to play dead in that relationship, you let that go. You mourn, you have that funeral time, you have that repast, you do whatever you need to do, but you move on. You do not sit still. Breaking your neck, looking backwards, trying to get on social media, and you think that loudmouthing that person is going to make them show up. That's only making you look like the fool that you are, waiting for someone who doesn't want you anymore. Move on, because guess what? I have yet to see one person who's ever tried that trick with me, who didn't come back and say, well, you know, you didn't even seem like you were upset, okay? My ex-husband to this day is still ticked off because I didn't come running after him. I don't even acknowledge him. I don't care how many times he's in the backyard at the neighbor's house. I don't care. I don't care. As long as he stays out of my way, and if I find out that he's doing things and she's doing things, stealing my identity and all of those things, there will be hell to pay. But right now, let me tell you something. He won't be able to say anything but a lie because I don't care about either one of them. Nothing from nothing is nothing. One, This woman's trash is the neighbor's trash. She just doesn't realize it. Or maybe they do by now. But that's not my cross to bear. I don't care. Stop chasing ghosts, ladies and gentlemen. And don't teach your children how to chase ghosts. Reasons, seasons, and lifetime. When that time is over, it's over. You can count the people who are in your lives for that lifetime run. The rest of reasons, seasons, and lessons. Sure, when we fall in love with someone, as we as women, we fall in love. But let me tell you something. The same way we fall into a hole, we know how to pick ourselves up and climb our way out. Does it hurt sometimes? Yep. Will it take a while for it to heal? It sure will. But guess what? If you allow it to, you're going to heal and you're going to move on. Trust me, you will feel so much more empowered when you stop chasing ghosts. And each time you stop chasing ghosts, it becomes easy. It's like riding a bicycle or learning how to skate. You never truly forget. But what you do is keep pedaling on. You keep rolling on. That's what you have to do in this life. To move on because you could totally ignore and overlook that next person who wants to breathe life into you, love and life into you, because you're still chasing something that's dead. Let that memory rot in the ground. If there was a lesson learned, if you saw writing on the wall that you chose to ignore, you turn that into your lesson learned and you move on. And trust me, in life, we're going to have plenty of times like this. 
You're going to have plenty of times. I've come across so many men who've given me the speeches, all that lovey-dovey, wonderful talk, and I know when I see it, and sometimes maybe it's real or I feel a little differently, but the minute that they try that trick and think that they're going to go away and think that they test that water to see if I'm going to chase after them, no. And some of you may think, well, you know what, Maria, how about this? While you're not chasing after them, suppose they are the right one, and then you're not chasing them. Well, if they're the right one for me, guess what? We're going to find each other again because we're meant to. It's not going to be because I'm chasing them down looking desperate because that's no way that I would want to begin a relationship anyway. There's no way that I'm going to chase them down and look like some desperate woman or somebody who's psychotic chasing down some man. No, 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 absolutely not. If you go ghost on me, you did it for a reason. And when you feel like talking to me about it, then I may be willing to listen. that quiet time. I need you all to understand this. I need you all to think about this in your lives. How many times have you found yourself chasing ghosts? You know, yeah, that tuck may have been good and those gifts he he or she got you may have been good and even the sex or whatever may have been good and this and that. But, you know, newsflash, I'm no saint and I can tell you, if the sex was good on one and it might be better on another, I'm just saying, I'm just saying. And for those of you who are so glad to have that one man in your life, you know what? If it was good, you remember those good times or whether they were the good lives or whatever they were. And then you thank the good Lord that you didn't come up with a disease or a baby that you didn't plan on having or whatever. And that you're in that position where you can move on. And so many of you, so many of you aren't necessarily in a position where you're ready for a relationship anyway. Nowadays, so many of us can't cook. So many of us, we want to be pampered 24-7, 365. And there's nothing wrong with that because, trust me, I'm a girly girl. And if I get a man who can afford to pamper me the way I want to be pampered, I'm going to jump on that honey hush. I'm going to ride that bike till the wheels fall off. But let me tell you something. In the end, I know how to run a corporation. I know how to work. I know how to cook from scratch. I know how to keep up a home. I know how to have a, a cerebral conversation. I know how to show him interest to make him feel like he is the male in my life. And I'm old school. I'll wait for him to open my door. Whether we're going into a mall or whether we're going into the car, I will wait for him to open my door. I want him to know that, yes, I appreciate you being the king in my, in my kingdom. And I don't mind being your queen. Ladies, this is for you right now. Remember something. I need you all to straighten that crown of yours and remember that you are royalty. You are diamonds. No matter your shape, size, color, cut, inclusion, whatever, a diamond is still a diamond. I've said this many times before. Back in the day, you think a yellow diamond was a hot ticket item? Absolutely not. Then all of a sudden they gave it a name. It's a canary diamond. And it was, everybody wanted that canary diamond. 
Canary diamonds are not for everyone, but for the lover of that canary diamond, it's everything. And let's just take it a step further, the black diamond. Ooh, 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 I have a ring that's a combination of white diamonds and black diamonds, and you talk about something that's pretty, pretty. Still a diamond. Never forget that you are a diamond. Gentlemen, never forget that for many of you, if you discover that she is a cubic zirconia or, or cut glass, let me tell you something. If you're giving that your all, if you're giving out diamond and platinum and gold and all you're getting back is cut glass and cubic zirconia, you need to rethink what you're doing too. See, I don't discriminate here. Yeah, I have focus, females offering clarity, unity, and success, and all of that. And don't get me wrong. I'm strong on a sisterly bond. I am strong on sisters supporting sisters. But let me tell you something. I had a conversation with my neighbor many, many, many years ago. And um, she lost out on a good relationship. And the one thing that she shared with me was that she watched one of her family members and me all the time. And we were strong women, strong women. And she tried to mimic that behavior. But you see, the problem was, and I told her, I said, my sister, let me tell you this. I said, the one thing that you totally overlooked in all of this is that at no time did I ever tell you that I did not appreciate having a good man, a great man in my life. At no time. I'm sitting here by myself. I have hopes and dreams. I can't wait for anyone anyone to do that for me. So, yes, I ran several successful corporations. Yes, I've had the fancy cars. And, yes, I've had the home built up from the ground. And, yes, I'm educated. Yes, I've done all of this. But because I was here by myself, and I had hopes and dreams, I had one of two choices, either to move towards making my dreams reality or sit and wait for Mr. Wright to come along and just, you know, knock on my door out of the blue. You know, that infamous, hello. Hello. Uh, yes. Hi. I'm Mr. Wonderful for you. Oh, oh, oh. Life doesn't work that way. And, of course, I have to have that gentleman. And I've had many of gentlemen that have told me point blank, I'm too damn independent. I make them feel badly. What? What have I done? Well, you all successful. You you a CEO, and you, you, you know, you make me feel successful. Then, baby, guess what? Why are we still conversing? Because if I haven't done anything but tweet, treated you with dignity and respect, and you're telling me that I make you feel inadequate as a man because of my success, then we don't need to be together. We're not compatible. And some of you may disagree with that. Let me tell you something. I have dated blue-collar workers. I have dated white-collar workers. I have dated all types of workers. I have dated men from all over the world. And the bottom line is simple. There's someone who appreciated who I am and what I stand for, and there are other men who are intimidated. And there are some women who want their men to be uh, successful, but they want them to be passive. 
If you're with those types of people on whatever end of the spectrum, you're not right for each other, and you need to make that break. I'm not saying go ghost. You can explain to them after you prepared to make that getaway because some people get very violent and they get very vindictive when they know that you're about to walk away. You don't have to go ghost on anyone. There's a way to do everything. When my ex-husband, he left this house for the last time to take our mortgage money to go down and impress some woman that he met on a dating site in Virginia, I sent him a text and said, tell whoever you're lying next to to get a truck because you no longer have a home. And I was nice enough to house his little bit of materials in our one of our v, one of my vehicles because they weren't our vehicles; they were both mine. I made it a point to purchase them before the marriage, so I was nice enough to do that. And then he still tried to come here and act the fool, and he still tried to come here and tear up the house externally because he had already torn up the house internally because he didn't want me to have if he couldn't have fifty percent of everything that I built before I even married him, I would have 100% of nothing. And then I went ghost because after we were ready to divorce and all of that, I didn't call him. I didn't write him. I made sure that I blocked him from reaching me on certain venues, the whole nine yards. But he already knew what the deal was. And to this day, I still haven't reached out to him or his family. They tried it for a few months after it really hit the fan, and they knew that we were getting a divorce. A lot of his friends and his family tried to reach out to me, and my answer was, I'm not interested in hearing what you have to say. Because for me to let him back, he would still be seeing the neighbor. He would still be seeing his other lady friends. He would still be abusive to me because he wasn't man enough to make a choice and walk away. He wanted his cake and eat it too. The neighbor is about to be as smart as a brick, but he wanted to have that woman that could help him grow his business, which he point blank said it was easier for him to deal with people like the neighbor who he could come in and she would treat him like gold because she was just that desperate than to come home to me where reality set in. So I need you all to understand something. Even then, I was worth more. If I had to pay every penny to get that divorce done, then that's what I was going to do, and that's what I did. I'm not going to sit up here with people who mistreat me, who who try to disappear on me and sneak around and creep around and do whatever and then go ghost on me. And so many of you are in long-term relationships or marriages where your partners have done just that. And then you're going to come up with your infamous excuses. Well, you know, we still have children. Children are resilient, and half the time they know what's going on anyway, and they're ready to, for you all to make a break. They may not know how to express it, but children aren't as stupid as we try to make them out to be. Secondly, I don't have the money for it. What? You can file yourself. You just need to learn how to do it. Find out what the laws are and have an attorney kind of walk you through it or an advocate. No excuse. No excuse. That's two. So many of you, well, I'm not used to being by myself and I'm getting older and I don't know what's out there in the world. No excuse. You don't know what's out there in the world. When you get yourself situated and single, go out there and explore because it's a lot out there in the world to see. Trust me. Been there, done that. I'm loving it. So, so far we have no excuse, no excuse, no excuse. 
But the reality is so many of you, you're used to that comfort. You know, half of your girlfriends are sitting out there single and lonely, and you like the fact that you can boast about your man, your man, your man, or your woman, your woman, your woman, like everybody isn't either getting a piece of that or they know what's going on anyway because they see your insignificant, significant others out with other people anyway creeping. My ex tried that too. He made it a point to have her pick him up on the corner at the end of where it comes into our place where neighbors saw him all the time and then came back and told me. And then it was so funny how many of them would wait to see my reaction. I'm like, okay, thanks. Well, you know, I just wanted you to know, you know, I didn't want to start no trouble. Of course you did. That's why you made it a point to tell me. Never, ever, ever give the messengers a show. Never, ever, ever, unless you're making money to do so, chase after the ghost. Never, ever. You are worth so much more than that. All right, I'm coming over here to the um to the chat room. We have some comments coming here. I'm sorry, I was just um I was here um so hung up into getting um our lesson completed today that um I forgot to check our chat room. So over here, what do you think about adopting a stoic lifestyle? Um, Coleotum, maybe? C-O-L-E-O-R-T-O-N goes on to say, most females nowadays despise all that that... all that traditional woman stuff saying it's sexist, et cetera. Strong independent, strong independent women, and all of that. Um, I believe that for me, um, principles. Uh, I guess for modern living, um, to make you a better person, to make you a, um, how do I want to say this? All right, let me go, let me move on, and then I'll come back to that part of it because a lot of people don't understand. Um, Hey, Jean, welcome, welcome, welcome. Let me move on to the other part that most people will understand more of as opposed to having the um, living the stoic lifestyle. So as I was saying about the story with the, the neighbor, she lost out on a seemingly good guy because she tried that trick with um, this gentleman, and she wanted to prove that she could 
live without him. And in the end, he walked away, I mean, and he walked away in a huge way. When I say huge, he walked away in a huge way. But when I had that conversation with her, she opened up her it opened up her eyes, and she said, well, I just thought. And I'm like, see, this is where so many of us get it wrong. They automatically, because society has put this stigma on it that because you're a strong, successful woman, that you have to be this person who doesn't need a man in your life, and you don't need this. Society has done that. History has done that. So, again seems like today women are becoming men and men are becoming women. Strange times we live in. Oh, let me tell you about that. I have mentioned that quite a few times, that it seems like it, a lot of videos that I share on social media are men who are getting their, their makeup done and they're getting their hair done and their nails done, and they are prettier than some of the high-end models out here. And I always say it seems like now men are trying to, and then you have, and don't, don't get me wrong, because I still do say that maybe men are more suited for high heels than women. If you ever see that group of men who teach you how to dance um, with that, with the high heels and all of that, man, they can roll in those heels. And me, I'm a heel wearer. I love my heel. If it wasn't for my spine uh, injury, I would love my heels. I'm telling you now, I love my heels. So, but for me, yeah, when I get down to it, I stay calm because when you're calmer in a relationship or in any type of, of um, in your life period, you're more prepared to deal with anything that comes your way. You're ready to respond opposing to react because when we keep reacting to one another, that's what starts a problem. That's when everything goes awry, when we react. Because a reaction begats a reaction. But when we stay calm and we can think clearly and we can move forward and we can not make those bad decisions, that's what makes us um, live that better lifestyle. Gene goes on this. Uh, Gene says, I think what the question is what women want to be treated like queens, but they still want to be seen as independent and strong. It's trying to find the line between acknowledging their strength but also acknowledging the need to be pampered. Jean goes on to say women are probably becoming men because some men put them in that position. As single parents, they are forced to try to wear the dress and the pants for their children. And I think that I just spoke about that um, a little bit ago because I love to be um, treated like a queen. I do. But I'm also very um, much a woman who appreciates having that man to be a king, you know, that I can walk alongside with. And um, I do believe that, that it's, it's a question of women who, number one, a lot of women don't know how to cook. They don't know how to clean. They are very, 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 um, their parents raise them. To be, to be ignorant to the common things that we should know how to do, not just for man, but for ourselves. Me, I know how to cook from scratch, clean, um, run a corporation, work, do all of that. So they don't even teach sewing anymore. 
There's no home economics. They keep talking about bringing back home economics, and they want kids to know how to survive. If you can't survive for yourself, nobody's going to do it for you. If I don't, if I talk to you about getting getting a new roof on the house, and you say, "How do I do that?" There's a problem. If I talk to you about so many things, have you seen those types of videos floating around of women hating on men for no reason? citing misogyny at every moment. If so, what do you think? The bottom line is that, again, some of these women are mostly, if you look at some of those videos that I have seen, a lot of those videos, these women are mad because the man has moved on, and they use their children as vices to try to stay involved with the man's life. They want to sabotage the man's new relationships. They want to do this. The man has moved on. And instead of them making that, trying to work it out for the sake of the children, everything, what, the point that I was getting to earlier before I had come over to the chat room was this, was that these um, people, stay in these relationships for all the wrong reasons. Some of these women, they miss the being able to drive the cars or being able to get all of the bills taken care of or being able to say, that's my man and this and that. Um, most of the women are angry and bitter about things that have happened in their past. I don't really take them seriously. And Cole writes, um, those types that gain that gain the nicknames feminazis. Oh yeah, I've heard that. Um, I just call them what they are, stupid. Because the bottom line is simple. If he's gone, again, chasing ghosts. If that time in and that relationship is over, let it go. And if that relationship produced offspring, then you can work together for the sake of that child. But that's where the buck stops. He doesn't want you anymore, period. He doesn't want her anymore. She doesn't want him anymore. Exactly. I just echo like a British gentleman, and carry on. Everyone is treated with respect. We try. We try. I can say this, is that I try, but there are some people that you try to treat them with respect. Okay, that won't work. And then you try to ignore them. Okay, sometimes that won't work. When you're at worst-case scenario, then you have to come up with another game plan or another plan. But it's something that, once again, when you keep that level, calm head, you can figure out the correct response and not a simple reaction to the situation. But again, so many of us prefer to hold on to the ghost and give us reason, give us reason to have to act like fools constantly. And then they put him up. I'm not doing this. The one gentleman, she said, I'm going to call the police, calling the police on each other. You touched me. You tried to hurt me. You're the one filming the video, fool. He didn't assault you. These police, I'm still trying to figure out why police aren't taking people to jail for creating, so we're making so many false police reports. That used to be a crime. 
Gene goes on to write, yep, just like, just keep acting like a gentleman and do what your parents taught you. Of course, you will encounter bitter people. Just keep them out of your circle and keep it moving. No time for negative people. Just keep shining your light and it will attract another light into your life when it's meant to happen. You have just summed up this entire show. That is the point that I was trying to make. People need to stop chasing ghosts. Ghosts are in the darkness. Ghosts the dead entities. Stop chasing those. When we change our thought, and as um, Cole said earlier, living that stoic lifestyle, when you start to chill and you start to be calm about things and look at the world in a different set a mindset and different set of eyes, guess what? We become, we attract what we have become. So this is the reason why we attract what we become. So this is the reason why I'm telling you all, if you keep chasing after the dead, guess what? You're going to attract dead people with dead mindsets, with dead outlooks on life, with dead everything, everything about you. When you go to work, you're just going to sense the sickness and dread in that place. You're not going to see anything anything positive in anything. Every family member you talk to is going to be the ones that's always got a problem for every solution. You're going to attract people in your life who are unhappy and in unhealthy places because that is what you're doing. When you chase after the dead, the dead will certainly find you because guess what? A lot of the dead are looking for a way to hold on to life, a life that they no longer have or feel as though they cannot have for themselves. So stop chasing ghosts. It is the main reason some people are like that is because they can't get any, for lack of better word, no attention. Exactly. Exactly. And so many people chase the ghost because that's the first time that they had someone to show them some attention. And 10 to 1, that person that showed them the attention was probably that same person who, were, who was on the prowl for someone like that. And when that person plays ghost and they're gone, this person can't live without that attention because it's like a drug. And it felt so good in so many ways. They can't live without it. So they go chasing after that attention. They can't. They have to have it. And that's the only person that they know that ever gave it to them. So how can they let that person go? Jane writes, well, my guess, it's polar opposite. You can be bitter for not receiving attention and affection by those who supposed have lived and made you feel safe. Your family also. It also, if you have been given a lot of negative attention, such as verbal or physical abuse or sexual, then they can also become angry and bitter. That's true, too. And maybe that's another, that's looking at this show from a different angle, because we're going from chasing the ghost to trying to make some people ghosts because we're just that bitter and angry towards them. We want them to have nothing but bad things happen in their life, nothing but in some cases harm, nothing but in some cases bad luck, whatever you want to call it. So those are the people again. And that's why I said at the beginning of this show, people, I've been through all of the above. I came into this world an abused child of sin. 
and I've I have had to deal with it, accept it for the longest time when that was all that I knew until I got older and realized that this was something else different going on in this world and everything that I was going through was not right. But again, at some point I had to make that conscious decision of how I was going to live my life. Was I going to live my life such as my mother who's been bitter her entire life at 70 some odd, 76, 77, and still bitter as hell about things that happened, God knows, back in the 40s and 50s. That needs to stop. Cole says, yeah, I agree, Jean. Sometimes even just saying, hello, how are you, can trigger someone. Even seen a video of a woman accusing a man of rape just because he said hello. Surely that sort of behavior rubs off on the children. Of course it rubs off on the children. That's why I spoke about it earlier. Children see what's going on. Children are not as blind as society has made us believe that they are. Children know what's going on. They may not be able to articulate it, but they see it, and some mimic it, and some feel it. So I'm telling you all now, That's what this show is all about. Let me tell you all something right here, right now. So we have everyone sitting here talking. It's me. Gentlemen are talking. If you're ladies sitting here listening to this conversation, these are gentlemen over here in the chat room who are responding. These are men, ladies. These are men giving cerebral responses. You don't hear them calling you hoes, skanks, and psychos and all of that. These are men giving responses. Cerebral responses. These are men. Gene says it's becoming ridiculous. The Me Too movement is being misused by some women. Let me say that again because you're all about to say, here he go talking about Me Too. See, that's your problem. Some of you have selective listening. You're missing the point here. The Me Too movement is being misused by some women, taken away from the true purpose of the movement. Let me say that again because some of you are still suffering from that, um, that illness called selective listening. The Me Too movement is being misused by some women, taken away from the true purpose of the movement. It is making men not feel safe and complimenting women in any way. Correct. That's why I practice stoicism. Why show emotions like anger on things that that are outside of your control? You you control your mind, and it's all in your control. Just keep calm and carry on. Exactly. Just keep calm. Keep that level head because the minute that you allow that person to elevate you to the level that they're at, therein lies a problem. Because once somebody makes that phone call and here comes the the authorities and all of that over something that was very simple, now you could become a member in the system, you could become a problem, you could have a record. All of these things come into play. So again, and some of you will listen, some of you, many of you won't. You will stay angry with the world. You will stay, say, who are these men talking to? He bought up me too. And somebody will go and they will call themselves repeating what was said on this program and I'm here to tell you, just just give them the link and let them listen to the program for themselves. Because let me tell you something. There's a lot of people out there, in my opinion, woman to woman, 
and woman to man, that the Me Too movement started off as one thing and people did see it as a way to totally misconstrue, alter, change, whatever you want to say, what that movement was all about. So many people have jumped on that bandwagon for all of the wrong reasons. You know, I put up videos every day, all day long. And I put up one recently where it was in New Jersey at the zoo, and the lady had a gift shop, and she wouldn't let the girls in. First it was they didn't have a, 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 um, a chaperone. And then when the chaperone showed up, she said she didn't believe that that person was a chaperone. And then it went from that to she just didn't want them there. Just didn't want them there. Now, bear with me for a second. I'm making a point because we only have about um, 17 minutes in the program left. So, okay. But one of the things that I noticed was that had the person making the film had been more calm about it, it would have gotten across as a better sell for the racism or discrimination or whatever you want to call it or bias or whatever it was than being loud and disruptive in the entire place. There's a way to do everything. And one thing I've said on this show time and time again is that when you go about things in a calm fashion, opposition to death, because they don't know what's going on. Because, you know, most antagonists, they want you to get upset. That's what makes them tick. But when you come and you're quiet and you're calm and you're collective in your thoughts and you're responding and not reacting, that scares the opposition to death. So a lot of these videos, if people would come at a different angle, they would get a lot more support in the psyche. Not with some people yelling about our front, because some people will never, ever, ever admit that there's a problem in this world right about now, more so than ever before. Jean responded to Colin saying, that's true. However, that petty tyrant in your life will continuously try to bring out the wrong emotions and actions. It's a constant struggle to stay stoic around them. Cole writes, if the stoic Roman emperor Marcus Aurelius can rule the empire for decades successfully, you can bloody way control your life successfully. And Gene writes, a petty tyrant is a person who causes distress by imposing his or her will on others, using psychological pressure rather than physical force. You usually see this at work with a supervisor or maybe at home. For me, I see it in family life. I see it at work too, but I'm more in control at work than I am with a family life when you have people who want to involve other people into the mess. Again, as I said, they could say, you hit me, you put your hands on me, I'm calling the police because they want to make your life mad, even though there are videos out there where the women were totally off the chain and the man kept his cool and calm, even though the woman started putting her hands on him, putting her hands on him, hoping that he would push her or hit her back so she could get a bruise or something while she's taping the whole thing. And so many times the men fall for it and they will push them back or something, but then they're going to jail. 
But as long as they can, if they're both videotaping each other and she's still putting her hands on him, then he has a right. When he doesn't touch her, he stays calm and he moves on, even though his child isn't coming with him, even though it's weak to see the child. All of that is what you go to court for. You go before the judge with that video to prove. Yes, she is. Jean writes, my mother's my most fervent, petty tyrant. All others pale in comparison to her. Oh, my gosh, yes, because she's calculated. She's very calculated. She's very, um, you know, if she had put her efforts, all of that knowledge and all of that that uh, manipulative skills into helping people in this world, she would have been an awesome power to compare to. But again, for those of you who follow my story, you know my personal story. You know that dear old mom is a force to be reckoned with in all the wrong ways. Um, but again, we can get into this and keep going for the next couple of hours if the show was that long. And the day I did a how hour and a half show, and I thought that we would be able to, um, you know, whenever I do it less than the two-hour total time, we get into a serious – I should just keep every show at two hours just in case. But, again, we're coming down the wire on this week. Oh, my gosh. I want to thank you all for being here. Um it has been, for those of you over in our call query, if you want to chime in, we have a few moments left, about 12 minutes left. Now's the time to press the number one on your phone, and I'll bring you on air for a few moments. If you have a um, a comment that you would like to make, feel free to um, press the number one on your phone, and I will give you a chance to give some of our ending comments. But again, um this has been a an, uh, an, an, an very enlightening program. And as I said to all the listeners, somebody myself and gentlemen over in our show chat room who really made this show come to life. So don't sit there and think that every man is the same. Don't sit there and think that women can't communicate with men in a respectful uh, fashion. Don't think that we can't even get here and... Um, don't think that we can't sit here and actually have cerebral conversations with dignity and respect. Don't think that every man is like the man that hurt you ladies. And gentlemen, please don't think that every woman out there is like the women who hurt you in whatever way that they hurt you. Um, Cole writes, great answers to my questions, Healing. It's good to know there's women out there spreading the right message. Much love from the U.K. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. And I hope you come back and visit. I'm here every Sunday at 8 a.m., almost every Sunday at 8 a.m., and we welcome you. Hello from the U.K. How's that drought going down there? I understand that you guys were in a terrible drought. Is there any rain yet? Um we're going to keep you guys in prayer for that. Um, again, thank you so much for all of your support from the United Kingdom. Um, do come back again. Uh, we'd love to uh, welcome you to these types of conversations. And if you have a topic that you want to bring up, you can just message me, send me a message, um, let me know. All of the information is up, 202-618-2556 is our contact number. You can text us or do whatever. 
And um, all's well. I hope things become easier in the U.S. Yeah, right now we're still, we have rain galore, and the rain is causing major sinkholes and other problems uh, here in the U.S., except for California, of course, where two-thirds of that state um, has burned and it's still burning. Um, so, again, yeah, we're just going to pray for healing throughout the land and the world right about now. Pray for enough of whatever everyone needs um, to make it through whatever they are going through. So, again, as always, I pray each and every one of you enough. I pray you enough sunshine to brighten your rainy days. And I also pray you enough rain to make your gardens grow beautifully. I pray you enough smiles to turn the frown that you've been carrying around upside down, but most of all, I pray you enough strength and courage to face whatever may be knocking at your door or coming your way from this very moment and beyond. Again, we'll be here on Tuesday night at 7 p.m. for the Focus Females Global Chat Cafe. I'll be back here next Sunday for another session of Sunday Mornings with me, C. Maria. Until then, um... We have about eight minutes. Again, call query people if you want to make a comment. Of course, you can press the number one on your phone now, and I'll give you a few moments. Uh, if not, our websites are thewallfoundationinc.org. That's thewallfoundationinc.org. We welcome your support in any way possible, as we are an IRS-approved and recognized tax-exempt 501c3 nonprofit. So we welcome you to share your knowledge. Um, monetary donations are welcome, of course, and they always um, they are tax-exempt to the fullest extent of current laws. Uh, you can also um, just call us and let us know that you heard the show and that you love the show, and please pass the shows along because I think that we need more of this dialogue in this world at this time. So again, continue to pay it and pray it forward. I'm going to go back over here to the chat room really quickly here. Cole says, I would love to visit the U.S. at some point. Just something about the U.S. women that get me going. <laughs> okay. Well, let's hope you pick a good one when you get here because a lot of them come in pretty wrappers. But once you um, open that wrapper, ooh, uh, yeah, no. And uh, Jean says, we need heavy prayer over here. It'll become worse before it gets better. And yes, indeed, it will. So, again, thanks so much for being here. To my, our new friend, you come here as a guest and you leave as family. So I would like for you to visit again. Um, Jean, I see you all the time anyway. And welcome back from your 31-day hiatus as well. As I said, you know, it was amazing what the transformation, <coughs> excuse me, that I um, learned and experienced in that time away. And then to come back to the same old, same old on social media, that in itself is a topic for another day. So, again, thank you all for being here. I'm C. Maria Wall, a.k.a. the Mediating Shiro, right here at your Ground Zero. Just remember, Ground Zero does not mean that we're at rock bottom, it means that we are on solid ground. We can gain our footing and move on from there. Yes, Eugene, I'm the same way, way, Gene. I just announced that I'm leaving again because I don't like being back. And um, 
yeah, I got a lot accomplished in that time, but the real world life is more important than seeing the same old, same old on social media. So I'm with you with that. Um, most definitely I do some posts, but not too much, you know, conversing with the crazy because I just don't have time for it anymore. I don't know whether it's because I'll be turning a year older next month or whether, you know, I think that it's all about what's going on in this world. And I think that so many of us who have a voice, we need to speak it to people who are willing to listen. And with people still doing the same dumb things online, it's just not a place that I need or want to be right now. So I'm with you on that. So I'm not there 100% either. I'm either posting something positive or I'm shedding light on the injustices and then I'm out. I don't want to talk to people. I don't want to hear the crazy and people that are literally posting the fake news um, and stupid stuff that because they're not checking their sources. Um, so I'm with you on that, but um, I will reach out as I have been with everyone. But again, 202-618-2556. Um, let's grow at com is my personal email address or contact at the wall foundation org, And it's our website on the wall foundation org. You can, um, Use the contact forms on all of the sites, my site, www.cmariawall.com. Use the contact forms to reach out, and I or someone in our organization will be sure to reach back out to you as soon as we can. So until next time, thank you all for being here, praying for the world. Cole, thank you so much for being here. Sorry to cut down your name to Cole, but I didn't want to continuously um, – mispronounce it on air so um next time you visit hopefully you will break it down for me so that i do not mispronounce your whole name um so today it's has been cole and gene and um thank you for being here hope to see you again soon take care everyone as we begin we will end with tori lee's finally Thank you to all of the people over in the call query. Thank you for sticking it out and being here throughout the program. Hope to see you soon. Take care.